sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match us. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hey, hey. Welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. Uh, this week we're, well, we're uh, loosey-goosey again. But concerts we were thinking about, right? Because you've been to a, a bunch recently. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a couple, a, a good couple week of concerts, and I thought we could talk about, I talked about the ones I've been to recently. We can kind of go over. I, I don't know if we ever talked on the podcast about our first concerts. We could talk a little bit about that. The, yeah. your, your, yours was like when you were 16, is that right? 15? Uh, 14. 14. What, what was that? Judas Priest. Wow. Where was Not that? Not the coolest. Uh, I, fuck, I don't know. Arco Arena in Sacramento, I think. Oh, wow. My second concert was Motorhead, which would, was much cooler. It was the same year. Where uh, was that at? And, uh, that was at the Warfield in San Francisco. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you, you grew up in the Bay Area. You weren't out in Sacramento. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah, I think they. that's just the closest place they were playing, Judas Priest. So, um. So your parents drove you out, or how did you get out there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I went with like some friends, and our dads uh, took us, and they went to the concert with. They, okay, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. It, it, it's a funny phenomenon that, that never happened to me, where the, the like the, the 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 dads or moms or whatever go to the concert where you know the like nowadays you'll see the the Taylor Swift fan daughter daughter dad daughters at the concert not paying any attention. I'm like, that's a waste. Yeah. <laughs> But I remember back in the day, like when my brother and sister were like 14, 15, they went to a six concert. My dad went and <laughs> it was just a funny phenomenon. Ooh, I feel for your dad. <laughs> uh, yeah, my dad, my dad was my dad and my friend, Tony, his dad, um, they came and uh, they thought it was hilarious. And they they both came to Iron Maiden with us too and i thought that was even more hilarious <laughs> why is it, are the shows really like uh oh my god well yeah just like the back like that that iron maiden one the whole backdrop was like an egyptian set and they had okay. like a big 20 foot tall mummy eddie come out and you know just all that kind of shit so basically spinal tap but not yes like, exactly yeah, yeah <laughs> for both of them kind of yeah what was your first uh, my first was the HF Festival, and I was, uh, I don't know, like 20, something like that in D.C. And it was a uh, – WHFS was a, the um, the local alt-rock station in, in Baltimore, D.C. And they put together a bunch of bands, and they had it uh, – it wasn't like a festival like you slept overnight or anything. It was just at the, the football the, – the former football stadium where we were all in the grass and the sta- stands – I mean, the stage was in the grass, and at the time, tickets were hard to get. Like, you you bought the ticket, you had to stand in line to get the tickets, and then after that, the only way to get tickets was to call a station and win. But looking back on it, it was like forced, like it didn't need to be that because the stands weren't filled. Like, there was only people in the grass, so they could easily oh, yeah. sell more tickets. <laughs> but for whatever reason, they wanted it to, to be this number. Maybe maybe there's a, there's a, like a, a fire, you know, like. Permanent. Yeah. The stadium couldn't hold that many people or whatever. Oh, but it was it was get a out fun, of my life, government. <laughs> it was a fun. I don't remember. Everyone, I think it was Cracker. Cracker is what yeah. Camper Van Beethoven yep. became, right? 
So Cracker was the headliner. I don't remember who else was there. That's the one I specifically remember. And it was, it was fun. I, I got it at that time. I don't see this as much anymore, but outside the arena, there's the, like the, the knockoff t-shirts where something's spelled wrong on purpose. So I got one of yeah. those. <laughs> I should look up to see what the lineup was because I, yeah. I really don't remember. Just go to set list FM. Oh, is that, well, I didn't even bother. There's, there's actually a Wikipedia, Wikipedia page for it. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Counting Crows, Cracker, Toad the Wet Sprocket, Meat Puppets, James, Pavement, Rollins Band, Violent Femmes, Afghan Wigs. So, some good bands, some uh, terrible bands. Yeah, but well, definitely in nine, nine, 1994, so I was 20. Definitely a 90s, a 90s show. Oh, damn. You didn't, so your first concert wasn't until later. Yeah, yeah, I didn't go in high school. I was, I, I, I listened to music, but I wasn't really interested in going to the concerts and, until later. Oh, and then yeah, I I'm, think that was, was like good. the end of end of that year. And then the next year when I went back to school, that's when I went to going go to concerts more often at the 930 Club, the original 930 Club in D.C., which was a legendary place. And it was a really yeah. awesome spot. It was like really small. It smelled like elephants. And uh, it was just a really neat, neat place. And through circumstances, at one point, I was able to go into the, the backstage of the 930 Club. So that's. That was awesome. <laughs> Going to, I, I think we some like I had a roommate who was kind of a pain, but uh, he did get get make it so we had a band stay at our room, like in our room one night that they didn't have to get a hotel. They just stay at our place, so we got free merch out of it. And the next time they came back, they opened for someone else, and we got free tickets, and we got to go backstage, and it was it was definitely a highlight. It was awesome. <laughs> you don't remember the band though. Oh, uh, I I. I can't remember. Just kind of a small time band. Yeah, they never hit it big. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Melting Hopefuls. That was the name of the band. Oh, never heard of them. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I've been backstage at a few because when I worked at uh, the publishing company, when we would have our holiday parties, like we did one at um, the Independent, which is a, a club here, and then we did one at the Great American Music Hall, which is also a club. Um, and, uh, yeah, another one that I can't even, oh, the chapel. So, you know, I got to like look around backstage, not when there were any bands there or anything, but, um, I did get to go backstage to rush. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, is, is that because you're Paul Rudd? <laughs> it's, it's because I am Paul Rudd. Yeah. Is that why? Are you yeah. in that video? Oh man, you're not a true rush fan if you haven't seen me in their video. No, it was actually a different Paul. Uh, he was on the show, our show once long ago. Paul Myers got me. That's awesome. In there backstage. And yeah, Neil Peart was not there. He doesn't deal with fans, I guess, or, you know. Nor should uh, he. Yeah, why? You need to hear them talk about how great he is. I know, dumb dums. <laughs> it's me. Uh, yeah, I am Neil. Um, but you know, they were, like super nice as you'd expect Canadians to be. And, uh, I got to touch, uh, Neil Peart's, Peart's drum set up on the stage while we walked back. So that was nice. I don't know why I didn't think to take a picture of it, but uh, I got one of me and Getty Lee and one of me and Alex Lifeson. So yeah, that was very nice. You know, I've met, I've met other, uh, artists, but that was like, most of those were like artists that, you'd expect to be able to meet, you know, like just smaller people at a club, at club shows and stuff. But Right, right. 
yeah, have you met any musicians? Just that that Melting Hopefuls band. Other than that, now I wouldn't know what to say. Like I, I know you told stories about sitting with Bob Mould for like forty five minutes talking, and I would not know what to say if I met anybody. So I'm kind of glad I haven't. Oh yeah, that was well. That was easy because we were just talking about music right. the whole time. Right. And I remember because he was doing, he was working on like electronic music too at around that time, and he was like talking about doing remixes and stuff. He was like, I want to do a remix of. A Neil Young song, but I don't know which one. I was like, oh, trans, go to that album, because that was like Neil Young's like electronic album. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And and then I, I realized much later, uh, I think he was trying to hit on me, but because <laughs> he kept saying, oh, yeah, I did this remix of uh, the sugar song, JC Auto. It's really great. Yeah, I got it back at my hotel. I was like, oh, that's <laughs> awesome, man. I'd love to hear that. Yeah, didn't get it at all, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I've met, I've met a few and I'm friends with some on Facebook and, you know, some are, are really cool people and some are not. Yeah. As everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paul Westerberg is probably the biggest asshole I met, uh, which wasn't actually that surprising, but, uh, the rest of the replacements were all cool. Uh, he just seemed to be an asshole. Do you have so, any venues that you miss going back to concerts specifically? Not. Yeah, there was this place in San Francisco on Hate Street, uh, right near Golden Gate Park, called the I Beam, and uh, it was this club. It was like upstairs, you know, on this on this building, and uh, saw like tons of great shows. There it was a pretty small place. Uh, the thing that sucked about it was that it was like twenty one and over, so I couldn't go there till I was twenty one. Um, I think, or yeah, I think it was because I remember that group, the Primitives, came like in '88 and played there, and we couldn't get in because we weren't old enough. Uh, but yeah, no, that place was great. I saw a lot of good shows there. I met uh, <laughs> met Ned's Atomic Dustbin there. Really? In of the '90s, they were super cool. They were just hanging out, playing pool, and they gave us uh, they put us on the guest list because they came back later and opened up for uh. uh Jesus Jones, I think it was. Wow. <laughs> At the Warfield. I, so I went and then I left before Jesus Jones came. <laughs> but didn't Jesus Jones have somebody in, like, in, or is that, I'm thinking of somebody else, I guess. Like, somebody from the Clash in them? Oh, hell no. No, no. okay. I'm thinking of somebody. Big Audio Dynamite. That's what I'm thinking of, okay. Yeah. And, I mean, the names are so similar. How could you? Well, I think they had a song that, that was similar at the same time that came out <laughs> at the same time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think the I do miss the 930 Club, the original 930 Club. They moved to something called the that was formerly the Woos Center, and it's a nice venue. It's it's huge and it's it's it, it's fine. But the the original was just had that charm to it that that that's hard to replicate. And I I don't know what's there now. The neighborhood is I'm sure is gentrified, and it's probably some like condos or something like that. But it, it was just like this like faceless thing in the middle middle of a neighborhood and I don't know. It was it was a fun spot. And then in uh I don't know, I think Santa Barbara had a couple places when I lived there that were kind of neighborhood neighborhood spots that would just be local bands that were fun, like on State Street and then again rents got too high and they they disappeared. Yeah. So yeah. that kinda of happens. Like Hate Street in San Francisco used to have 
um, a bunch of cool clubs and, and record stores. I mean, it's not surprising the record stores are gone, but um, I think all the clubs are gone. Like when I played in a band, we played at a club there called the Boomerang, um, which was cool. Oh, Berkeley Square, actually, in, in Berkeley uh, was a cool club I went to a lot. Um, I saw a lot of cool shows there. I had a friend, and she had been there and uh, broken her arm in the mosh pit, so they gave her, like, free tickets for life. And, you know, <laughs> she could with a plus one, so I uh, went to a lot of shows there. That's awesome. Played there with my band before we right before right before they closed. And, and I'm uh, sure she got to go for free twice from you and oh, Drew. I think I would. No, at that point, I, I had lost contact with her. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Berkeley Square was was another good one. Uh, Gilman Street, I think, is still there. I have no idea. I mean, I, don't, I haven't actually I've been to one concert this year and I had to skip two that I had tickets for. Why did you have to skip them? Well, one it was it, one was Robin Hitchcock, which broke my streak of seeing him every time he came to town uh, because it was it was like a huge storm, and I was like, "Fuck!" Uh, right. If it had been in Oakland, I would have, but in San Francisco, yeah. I yeah. And then um, Hoodoo Gurus, shit, I can't even remember what happened. Oh, yeah, that was uh, I was going to go to both of them with my brother, and uh, his wife just had surgery and she couldn't go, and I was it, like, I found out the day of. I was right. like, ah, fuck it. I'm, I've already seen him a couple times. I'm not right. going to just go out. So, yeah. you know, try to give him away. I always try to give away tickets, like on mm-hmm. Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Um, can't go, so. It is kind of nice that it's easy to give away digital tickets. It's much easier to give away digital tickets than paper. Like, you don't have to see each other in person or anything. Yeah, yeah. I know. Don't have Although to I, I mean, deal with I, their breath and their general... <laughs> I, I still stinkiness. have. I, I I can't say every show because I'm sure I've lost some, but I have a, in my room. I have a, like this envelope filled with tickets of shows I've gone to over the years, and that's kind of fun to look oh, at. Oh yeah, now same. And then. Yeah. Even though some of them some of them have uh, faded greatly, but mostly. Yeah, same. In the you know, it sucks that Ticketmaster exists, but you'll see their name on a lot of those tickets. Oh yeah, I think yeah on most of mine. I think yeah. yeah. Um. Actually, that's not true. I went to a lot of club shit that wasn't through Ticketmaster, but yeah. But eventually, they they did yeah get their names into all those like their 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 heels into all those their claws into all those box offices. Eventually, their butts into all those. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I I have a like. It's funny because I have a ticket for U two on the Joshua Tree tour, so eighty seven with the Pretenders opening, uh, twenty five dollars. Wow. Yeah. Well, inflation. Let me do the inflation calculator to see if that makes sense, or if, if prices. Oh, it doesn't because prices are stupid for concerts now. But yeah, because something like that, because that was, I'm sure, it was a stadium show. Oh yeah, it was. It was Oakland, uh, not Coliseum. I don't know the the ballpark one. There's the Oakland Coliseum, then there's Oakland Stadium. I guess. Yeah, that's, that's seventy bucks. So that's not. No, that's. I mean, I don't know where your seat was. Maybe up in the like the bleed the the uh, what's it called the bleeding the bleeding heart section. Bleachers, the bleed the nosebleed section. Nosebleed. Yeah, the bleeding heart section. The bleeding I do heart, like that heart better. section. That's what, uh, that's a much better. Maybe those would be seventy dollars, but not not on the. No, there were no. There were literally no seventy dollar tickets at that at that time. I I think 
that. No, no, I'm was, saying I'm saying twenty five dollars in nineteen eighty seven dollars is seventy dollars in today's dollars. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So it, that, that show, like, I don't know who today's U two is. I guess Taylor Swift. But there's no yeah. seventy dollar. No, there's no seventy dollar no. ticket for a Taylor Swift show. No Taylor Swift, no Beyonce, no U two for that right. matter. Yeah, yeah. No, I, Bruce it, Springsteen has those like five thousand dollar seats. Oh my god, that was what I I didn't really ever get the whole story on that. Didn't he try to shut that down or yeah I don't know I don't know I know the Cure did shut it down like the Cure yes, made it they so did, but then they still found people like trying to resell them you know yeah I don't know but I thought I mean the Cure did everything they could like they made it so yes. you couldn't do Ticketmaster reset like through Ticketmaster they turned that off they made it so Ticketmaster couldn't do the variable pricing so they did everything they could to make it so only the people who bought the tickets got, got to go to the show. But yeah. Taylor Swift and Bruce Springsteen and, and whoever else, they don't do that. Like, like when I, that sucks. When you have that much and power as an artist, you should be forced. I was going to say, yeah. Ticketmaster to, to not be jerks. But, I mean, I'm, I know they're getting a cut out of it, but I can't. They already have enough money. Come on. Yeah. Especially making it so that the resale, because those Taylor Swift resales were like unbelievably high. Like same oh, yeah. with Bruce Springsteen, but Bruce Springsteen had the uh, the variable pricing, so it was unbelievable high, unbelievably high from the start. And then the resale was whatever it was. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's a shame that that the artist like Pearl Jam tried to fight it and it didn't work. Yeah, and I don't even like Pearl Jam, but I like their stand on that. I, I think they're pretty good. I, 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 that's a show that from the past I went with. And you were there that weekend, but you didn't go with us. Katie and I went to see Neil Finn at some place. I don't even remember where it was. It, might have been, it wasn't as far as San Diego. Maybe it was Orange County. And during that show, Eddie Vedder came out and th- did a few songs. And he was really, really awesome in a small venue like that where he wasn't expected to be there. I mean, I guess people probably – quote unquote expected him to be there because he'd show up a lot on his on that tour, but whatever. It wasn't like he wasn't billed to be there. So. Yeah. What well, that's uh that's a weird combo. Like their voices are nothing alike and like Neil Finn's songs don't have wouldn't seem to have room for like that kind of rock voice, but it was good. I don't know. It was it was a fun show. It was great. It was an interesting venue from what I remember. I mean, this is a long time ago, but I feel like it was like a it felt like, in my memory, it felt like a jazz club. Like there's, we sat around tables and watched the stage. You know, that kind of layout, not oh, yeah. like a, not like a, a club layout where everybody's standing or anything like that. Yeah, it was like a Goodfellas club. Yep, yep. I tipped everybody seventy dollars at a minimum because I was not thinking eighteen nineteen eighty seven dollars. Yeah, no, that's good practice. Yep. Um. Yeah. Well. Okay. Here's a question. What was the best live act you've seen? I'm, I have a lot of trouble doing that. I know uh, P-Funk was very fun every time I've seen them. That yes, was great. I saw them once, but, yeah, they were fun. I saw them a few times. Uh, I don't know. Stereo Lab was always great. I don't really have a choice. I, I know what yours is, but I want to hear you talk about it again. Oh, yeah. Print, I mean, Prince was mine. but Oh, really? Like, yeah, I, I thought you were going to say Midnight Oil. No, min, well, Midnight Oil and Fishbone, both in the in the uh, 80s and early 90s, I saw a bunch of times, and they were like awesome. Especially Fishbone, I actually saw Fishbone at a on a bill with uh, P Funk 
one year. It was like a gathering of the tribes, like this festival they had out here. Um, and I, like Fishbone blew everybody away on that day. Uh, and they always did. Like they were awesome live. But yeah, I mean, I, I think if anybody's seen Prince, that would probably be their yeah. answer. I've really built Sebastian live too. They're, they always, oh, always they are very shows. good. Yes. Uh, and, uh, in Janelle Monet, well, in the second half of the show, I'll talk more about that show, but I saw oh, her yeah. recently and it was, it was incredible. She is so great. Like, she I love her and I've missed good. her every time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you're, uh, you know, like I said, I'll talk about it more, but if you're in the yeah. city where she comes, you should get tickets to that show because it's, it's well worth it. It's, it's, it's no joke. A good I show. would imagine, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it doesn't have the energy of a Prince show because weren't those shows like, like four or five hours long? Uh, they, I don't think it was that long, but they were long. Yeah. 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 I mean, you, he's just like, you're like, oh my God, it's, you don't realize how many hits he's had when right. he's playing them all, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, so this was a long show, but it was, it, and it, it was just really great. It was, it was what I thought a Prince show would feel like when I saw her. So, but yeah, having never I, seen a Prince show, I can't compare it, but it was, it was incredible. And it, yeah, I would love to see her. I, although her new album is is a lot more uh, like uh, down tempo, it seems like. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. I like the songs, but you know, not necessarily like energetic. So, but I'm they sure make, she does them great live. Yeah, she makes it work. I was uh, well. I'll t- tell you about my most disappointing concerts. Um, Roxy Music, who I saw last year, probably talked about it. I don't remember, but uh, yeah, Brian Ferry couldn't even hit the three notes in more than this, and I was like, oh my god! There, was, there were endless guitar and saxophone solos. I was just like, this is terrible. <laughs> sucks. Fucking awful. Um, uh, what's, what's his name? Oh, Shuggy Otis, who I really like, was. I don't know. He came on stage like an hour and a half late. He seemed like he was like on drugs, just like fucking around. I don't know. It, he was terrible and I was really disappointed. But uh, anybody really disappoint you? I don't remember the show being bad. So I wasn't disappointed in it, but they were definitely really drunk and high when I saw G Love at uh, UCSB <laughs> in the cafeteria. He, it was G Love with Jack Johnson. And like Jack Johnson, I think he was a pretty big thing for a time, but it was before he was a thing. So it was just like them, like Jack Johnson was on his way up and G Love was kind of, kind of middling and they were really, really out of it. And I still enjoyed the show, but I, I don't think musically they're that good. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't really want to see people perform when they're super high. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's everybody thinks they can do it well and nobody can. <laughs> I think uh, the setup, I mean, I, it was it was a weird spot to have a show. It was it was in it was on the campus, and I'm saying the cafeteria, and maybe it wasn't a cafeteria, but it was it was like that, like low ceilings, and it really wasn't a, a venue. So maybe just like the the aesthetics of everything made them like, who cares? We'll do whatever you know. <laughs> we'll do yeah. it really poorly. Uh, other than that, I can't think of a lot of bad shows. I usually, uh, you know, yeah, get, me either. I yeah, most are at least good. If not great that I've been to. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to think. Yeah, I can't really think of any boring shows. Although, well, no, this is not. It wasn't boring. I saw 
St. Vincent on her last tour twice and once was opening for Rock, Roxy Music, which is what made me think of it. But uh, I didn't necessarily like her last album. And both times she like closed with three really fucking slow ass songs that went on forever. I was like, this is not the way to end the show, man. Wait, is that the Daddy Sam tour? Yeah. I like that tour. It was kind of 70s. Yeah. I, oh, I liked the I liked the stage show. I liked everything. It was just those those songs ending. Okay. I was like, you got to end it on a high, man. Right. Because she did like two. I'm like, all right, she's gonna end it, you know, with a big, but nope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, she's great live. There's her, there's well, no I mean, I can see. I hear what you're saying, but the the tour before that was so perfect that I mean, it's hard it's hard to compare anything to that tour. The, the Mass Seduction that tour, did you? Mass Seduction, yeah, that was didn't, incredible. Didn't see her on that. I saw uh, I saw um, a video. There was like a a legal like live capture for something, right. you know, right. or, or streamed, I guess, is what it was. And yeah, I saw that. It was yeah, really no, good. that looked cool. It was really good. I mean, there was no opener. She just had a movie that she'd made. And it was it was fun, and then her show was just it was just like so high energy, and she's so great, and yeah, it was good. Yeah, well, I mean, despite the despite ending with those songs both times, she still blew Roxy Music away. It was. So, yeah. <laughs> it's funny that she, she's the. I don't know if she's touring. Like I don't know if she even has a new album out. But I, I've been getting advertisements for Red Hot Chili Peppers in Hershey, Pennsylvania, which is a distance from me. Uh, they're playing there, and she's opening for them, which I find so strange. That, like their music doesn't really go that well together. I can't imagine their fans are very similar. And um, does she still need to open? I'm shocked by that because she can play like, I guess opening at like a, the big Hershey Arena. It probably pays more than than headlining smaller places that she was she was headlining. But I'm still surprised that she's opening. So it's a weird, it's a yes. weird combination. I mean, on the last tour I saw her at the Greek Theater in Berkeley, where we saw Bill and Sebastian. Right, together. that's yeah, a pretty big fucking yeah. place. I mean, yeah. no, I, I hope she has you know guards to prevent her from being <laughs> raped by the Chili Peppers fans and the Chili Peppers themselves. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm sure she does. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, she because she played here. She played the Met, which is. Uh, well, that's where Janelle Monet played, so it's not a small venue. So I don't yeah. know. I'm looking forward to whatever she has to put out next, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I you know, with both her and Slater Kinney, I hope they both get away from this 70s Southern rock shit they got into on these their last albums, because I do not like it. So uh, Slater Kinney, I have not heard any singles from it, but I think they have something coming out next week. Oh no shit! Yeah, I saw ads well, for I'll it. I'll definitely so. be interested to yeah. hear that. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I hate to, I hate to be one of those guys, but like, sometimes the drummer is way more important to the band than people think. You know, I think like REM and I like that album that you don't like. So <laughs> that, that the newest Slater Kenny, the the one that St. Vincent produced. Oh, that yeah, no, that one is is I, but the one after that. Okay, I don't think I I don't think I have I'm, I know that one very well. Yeah, I, it was very disappointing to me, but um, yeah. the one Saint Vincent oh. pro- produced was I thought that was the one the drummer left on. Oh, that's right, she did. No, I, she she played on that one, but, but she, she left right it. after it. Yeah, yeah, but everybody oh, was, she got kicked out, from what I understand. But, but yeah, 
everybody was complaining about that album now. And I loved it. Yeah. They're like, it's, it's too different. It's blah, blah, blah. They're letting, anyway, I thought it was awesome. I don't mind that. I think it has good songs on it, but yeah, I think it, it was not as good as their comeback. Uh, no cities to love. And oh, I like them know. both equally. Oh yeah. No, not me, but that's neither here nor here. Oh um, yeah. We were, yeah. I, I've, you've seen them live a bunch of times. I've seen, I've oh, only seen tons. them live twice and they're great. No, they were always great. It is, it really is not the same without Janet Weiss, but since you haven't seen her, you know, I mean, it's still Slater Kenny. I saw song, both and so, I didn't notice yeah. the difference. I'm not smart enough about drummers like you are. Drummers know drummers and I, I know I went to, a, <laughs> I went to a show with a drummer and she's like, this guy's not good. Like the opener was not good, but the, the headliner was. And I was like, Oh, I believe you because you said it. <laughs> You're smart. <laughs> But yeah, uh, the show was great. Like uh, they opened for Wilco, and people there right. were there for Wilco, which I found strange that they would open for anybody. But it was it was a fun enough evening. Yeah, I'm. You well, you know what? Let's take a break. We'll talk okay. more about concerts because I know you have a bunch of shows you've been to this year. So, yep. um, all right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. We had a comrade, a brave comrade, he could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero, tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's Greyhound Racing, steeplechasing. And we're back. So, uh, more concerts. What's the concert you did go, or able to go to this year? Uh, Bob Mold. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think I had other other things going on, so I keep meaning to see him when he comes. The only time I've seen him was with you, and it's a great show. And mo- like you know, we listen to the album every time it comes out because we usually do an episode about it. Yeah, and I always like the album, so I, I do keep meaning to see him. But it, it keeps happening that something else is going on when he's here. But yeah, one I, of these would days say, I would say see him uh, with his band, with the yeah. band. Yeah, um, I he used to always do these um, solo acoustic shows on, with like a twelve string guitar, which I really liked. But like lately, he's been doing solo shows with just a electric guitar, which is not. I'm like, if you have the electric guitar, it sounds better with the band. I feel like right, right. Yeah. But you know, I mean, it's he's still good. It's just although his voice is getting, you know very ragged not that it wasn't to begin with but um yeah what are some of the ones you went to this year so that's it i mean there's been a lot this year but just the past couple of weeks i've gone i was like at a concert almost every night last week i we talked about the janelle monet show that was on monday and that was it really was incredible it's it the it's I, it's it's a little bit different than like because usually i'm going to like these indie bands where it's just they're just doing the music and that's it there's no choreograph choreography or anything to it but there's like there's so much involved in one of her shows. There's 
the choreography, there's the stage that's all set up in like f- fun ways. And like the, there's costume changes. So the, like every like four or five songs, there's like, a, uh, they're off the stage to change. And then she comes back out in some more like amazing way and such great stage presence and just such a great message of love and acceptance with like midway through the show, she just gives a speech and it's just, it's just, it's just a wonderful time. It's just really great and very danceable. And it's a different crowd as well. Like, Every single person, and this is not, this is not a knock and it's not a, it's not a positive either, but every, like not every single person, but like 75% of the people are, have their phones out and they're recording the whole show. And it's just so weird yeah, to see I, all those phones in front of me. And you know, I see phones that shows like just for a picture or an occasional video at other shows, but these shows are just like constant and it's kind of funny. It doesn't, doesn't hurt my experience any, but it's just kind of funny to see the difference between this crowd and another crowd. Yeah, so. it doesn't necessarily hurt my experience. I just am always like, what is the point? What are you going right. to do with this? <laughs> yeah, how many it. times I mean, are you going to watch this? I mean, it's true. I listen. I have like a lot of bootleg live shows that I do listen to. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's just funny to see so many people recording the like the entire time. It's like, yeah, that's a lot of work. Because I like like for Janelle Monáe especially, I'm dancing the whole time. Like the video would be all shaky. So anyway, that was a, that yeah. was a really fun show. It was a, a place called the Met in Philly, which is. A live nation venue, but unfortunately, it's it's. I really like it. It's very comfortable. It's big. It has great sound, and it, it's it's an, it's a nice spot. I mean, um, there's not really many venues you can't say it's a live nation or a ticket master. You know, I mean, right? Like you said, they've gotten their tentacles into like every small club in the fucking country. So. And my problem with it isn't that it's live nation, but that's part of it. But it used to be if you went to the venue to the box office and bought tickets for a show, there was no fee. But they've changed that now. That they, there's a, there's less of a fee. I still do it because I'll save like eight bucks, which you know if I'm around, that's worth it. But it's ridiculous. They shouldn't be charging a fee when you get it from the box office. That's the rule. <laughs> no, yeah, I, they don't. Well, unless they've changed their policy at the uh, at the Fillmore here, they don't. Uh, When's the last time you did it? At the box office. I it's been a couple of years. So. Yeah, this is post-pandemic activity. Before the pandemic, they didn't charge a fee. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, that was a great show. And that was a show where I didn't even bother going to the box office because I knew it was going to sell out. And I'm pretty sure it sold yeah. out. But, so I got those tickets right away. And I've, I've had, I had them for a few months. Once it went on sale, I got them. And that was, that was Monday. And then on Wednesday, I had these tickets to the, a breeder show. And for personal stuff, I wasn't super excited about it. But even like, you know, just life stuff. But, Aside from that, I was never that big of a Breeders fan. Like, I like them, and I like Cannonball. So when I went to the show, I was not like, oh, I can't wait to see them. It was just like, I wonder what they're like live was was more how I was approaching the show. And they were yeah. fun. They were really good. And they it was it was broken up oddly. They did they did the entire Last Splash, that entire album, and then they had a break. Oh, yeah, because it's, it's the 30th, 30th anniversary. Right. Yeah. Right. So then they had a break, and then they did other stuff. And I just left after they did that because I, I – I didn't care that much. And I was ready to go home. Yeah, but it was no, it was fine. it was at the Philly Fillmore, which is an, again a Live Nation venue, but it's unfortunately pretty nice, good sound, really big, lots of bathrooms, and I don't know, it's it's a it's a nice place to see a show. So that was on uh, Wednesday. On Thursday, I had, surprisingly, the the Postal Service death uh, uh, death wait, death cab yeah, yeah. the, the uh, Ben Gibbard. The that's the, my friend had, had an extra ticket and she offered it to me so I was like shocked to be able to go because it sold out. That, Wait, that's a it show. was the postal service. Yeah, it was. Or it was, it was just him. Was, oh, oh, I see. So uh, yeah, because they're celebrating an anniversary too. I think of their of the postal service album. Right, both 
both transatlanticism yeah. from Death Cab is 30. Oh, so right, right. Give up from Postal Service. So, yeah, Warpaint opened and they were awesome. And then, uh, then Death Cab was the middle, the middle act and then Postal Service. And I was really there. I mean, I was there because I got a free ticket, but I was mostly there to see the Postal Service. Cause I, I, I yeah. did not like Death Cab or Postal Service when those albums first came out, but they both grew on me. And eventually I loved that Postal Service album. And it was, it was oh, great. Postal life. Service album's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, Speaking of Death Cab, another band I met. Uh, really? Yeah, after another Paul Myers uh, joint. I don't know what you call it. Uh, yeah, he uh, he hosts a podcast, a record, the Record Store Day podcast. It's, you know, the official Record Store Day mm-hmm. podcast. Um, so he interviews uh, a lot of people, and and um, I think he had interviewed one of them, and you know, they uh, they were very nice. Uh, and I was talking to their bass player a lot about. Uh, because he said their sound on that album uh, was very influenced by Midnight Oil's uh, 10987653321 album. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, shit, I totally can hear it now. And like, we just <laughs> went on talked about Midnight Oil for a while. And, That's cool. Yeah. It's but always yeah. nice when you meet people and they're nice. Yeah. I mean, really, Paul Westerberg is the only bad experience I've had. But. And Ben Gibbard. Did you did you actually talk to him too, or just the other? Uh, I think very briefly, yeah. but I was I was mostly talking to the bass player. He seems, I mean, we, he seems nice for you know, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, yeah so they were all very nice. That was a fun show. That was at the Man, which is an outdoor an outdoor venue, and uh, we sat on the lawn and had blankets and stuff because as I said, the show was sold out, so there was no room to really spread out. So we're just like every, there's blankets on top of each other at, at the venue, and then. Everybody sat down for war paint and death cab, but then postal service everybody stood. I, it's like yeah. the rule is you have to stand for the the headliner. I I don't understand that, but I guess that's I think cool. it was it's not, but I think people were probably excited. I don't know if yeah, he toured right. as the postal service. No, I, yeah, this is the when first the album time. came out. I yeah, that, yeah, so it's yeah, I get it. It's a big deal. And it was great. It was it was worth going. I was really happy to have have the opportunity to see them. And then so that was at the man. And then on Saturday, I saw the Always Sunny podcast again at the man. And that's, it's funny. Those guys are, it's just, every time they come Wait, live, it, it's the Always Sunny people, or I, I don't know yeah. what that is. Yeah. Oh, the, okay. The Always Sunny people have a podcast and they've, they've done it, they've done live versions of it a couple of times. Oh, and, yeah. I saw the live, you know, whatever it was back in the day. Yeah, it's I not as much of an extravaganza as that because this one they're just kind of sitting around talking and at the end they do singing, but there's not like a. Uh, like yeah, it's not acted. Right, right, right. But it was it was great. I, I I saw them last year at the Met and this time at the Man. We went. I got tickets for my nieces and nephews, and uh, this time it wasn't sold out, so we could bring chairs to the lawn instead of the lawn. It was raining, and they were just they kept saying, "I can't tell if it's raining out there." I was like, "Yes." Fucker, that's why we're wearing hoods. It's raining, <laughs> and you're under a. Anyway, they were really funny, and Charlie Day is like unbelievably talented. It's like, I mean, I, everybody on the show, I, I guess, is talented, but without him, I don't think there's a show. He's just so funny, and it's like such a great like performer. Oh, yeah, and he's just and so great. Like he, he's got all the energy. Right. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and comes, that's not that's not knocking the other people. No, no, like no. Yeah, I, I think they're. Yeah. I mean, Mystic Quest with with Rob Meckel. That's a great show. And I'm the AP Bio. He's uh, what's his name? Glenn. Oh yeah, he, he's yeah, great. Glenn Howerton. Yeah. 
Uh, but but Charlie Day is really like he is the best um, of that group. He is just so funny and so talented. So was, and seeing it live, you can get away from your sexism. Like Caitlin Olson is also great. No, and, no, uh, yeah, I'm just talking about like the host Mick of the podcast. We were, yeah, no, I'm, I'm kidding you. <laughs> but she was also she was a surprise guest. Like they had like a video of her saying congratulations and being real sarcastic, and then she throws <laughs> the phone and storms out on the stage. And it was it was really funny. It was so that was a great. Oh, that's awesome. Show. It was really fun. So it was a, a busy week of shows last week, and then Thursday night went to the Welcome to Night Vale, which is a – I don't know if you've heard of that podcast. I have. I It's It's been so long, you know. I haven't listened forever. Right. But. I kind of stopped listening as well, but when it comes around live, I like to support it because, first of all, I enjoy the show, and I like that it exists. So it was great. There was an opening act that I've never heard of, and she was really – like she had great stage presence, and her, her voice was really awesome. Al, Al Olinder, and then and then the show was great. It's just it's just more it's just the podcast live, and that's fun. Yeah. So uh, that was a union transfer. That's the only venue in the city that's not the only, but the the best venue in the city that's not Live Nation. And it's probably my favorite venue in the city. Aside from that, it's kind of a comfortable spot, easy to get to. I, I like it a lot, so I'm glad to when there's well, shows I can see there. Are you? I'm going to talk about future shows for just a sec. Uh, I know. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins is doing Variatopia, I think, in Philly, right? Are you going to go to that? I already passed. I missed it. I was in. Oh, and you, ah, shit. So if it well, came back, I'd go. But yeah, I, I was going to say that you should plan on coming out here. You can stay with us uh, when Sketchfest comes, and if there's like a, some cool shows, we can go to those. Yeah, it would be fun. Sketchfest is a is, yeah. Is a scene. I did see um, Sarah Squirm. A couple weeks ago. Have you heard of her? She's on Saturday no. Live. She's Oh, I know. Yes, I know who she is. Yeah. She's, I mean, her. I can't understand how she got on Saturday Night Live. I can understand because she's extremely funny, but her humor her is. comedy is very, yeah, I, I've heard some. Yeah, very gross. Yeah. And it was, she was great live. I saw that was Underground Arts, another non-Live Nation venue. So it was, it was fun. And then uh, tonight, going back to the man scene, Boy Genius, which I'm super excited about. Oh, I, for some reason we were talking off air. Uh, I thought you had just gone to that. Oh, that's tonight. That'll, yeah. that'll be cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward. I want to see, I still haven't got a ticket cause I got it. We're doing some vacations and I got to check our, our dates, but, um, I want to see Sophie Royer because I don't she think she's toured in America before. And oh, I, cool. I had got her first album when she was just going by Sophie. Um, and, uh, that might have been during the period where we weren't doing our uh, our best of the years, but uh, yeah, that song "Hollywood Walk of Fame" I had like on my you know my top ten list for the year it came out, and then uh, I mean, I it's like like Boy Genius. It's not going to be like a dynamic show, I don't think, but it'll be really good. Yeah, yeah. And then for next year, we've got uh, magnetic. Magnetic Fields, 69 love songs. They're playing awesome. the entire album over two nights. So. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, Have you seen yeah. them before? It's, it's an interesting oh, yeah. seen experience. Them, yeah. Seen them twice, yeah. yeah it's different. Um, but I supposedly they got back all the original people who played on the That's album. Awesome. Yeah, uh, unless they died or something, but yeah. I hope that um, comes in more places. As far as I know, it's only in San Francisco. Maybe New York. I like to see. Yeah, I, I know. I don't. I don't know why. They, I mean, I guess it's. Well, 
I was going to say, it's, I guess it's a big production, but not really, man. It's not like they have a stage show or anything, you know, right. he's sitting on his, on his chair, on his stool, <laughs> strumming his guitar. Like, <laughs> but no, they're, I mean, they're great live. Like, yeah, they're very, it's, it's such a different show. I missed them this, they were here just a regular tour. But yeah, so this one's only in New York, LA and Chicago and San Francisco. But yeah, that, that uh, will be fun. Yeah, I'm really, and you know, he's a very, a smart, witty guy. I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah. but you know, it, live he is as well. So, I'm going to see Frankie Cosmos next Thursday. I'm, I have to get tickets. I hope it doesn't sell out. I'm looking forward to that. And then I want to see. It won't sell out. You don't think so? No, it didn't. You know, I got tickets uh, when I went down to visit uh, frequent guests of the show, David, and we ended up arriving right, right. at the end of the show. Right. But uh, I, it it wasn't like you know it wasn't packed. I don't get so. that. She's so great. And the venue she's playing are so like she's playing in the church, which is a super small underground venue here. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why is he not more popular? Yeah. Uh, this place that, that we went to, it was like a, it seemed like it was like a restaurant with a patio area, you know? Yeah. yeah I mean, weird. it would have been really cool because I walked right past her because, but that's, that's cool. Yeah. I'm um, seeing Japanese breakfast on, uh, Halloween, which is exciting. That's sold out. So then I'm open for Bell and Sebastian. Oh, that's that's great. And yeah. I'm seeing the AAAs on uh, November 8th. So that's the AAAs? Yep. Oh, damn. Yeah, you got Oh, them. and I'm seeing uh, – Have you? there's an Instagram account called The Depths of Wikipedia. Have you heard of that? Oh, no. It's like this this woman and I think other people like they just find these weird stuff about the Wikipedia and talk about it and it's really That's fun. Such a cool fucking idea. Yeah, as and they have a live show that is touring and I'm seeing that at, and uh, in December so I'm looking forward to that. I have to write this down because I'll never fucking remember it. And then um, all the way out in April I'm seeing Ty Seagal. Oh, nice. So that's really um, fun. I don't know what to expect because it seems like he always sounds different, but it's always good, so. Yeah, I have not seen him and I He's one I really want to see. I should check to see if he's coming. Yeah, it's and always I, like, well, him and the OCs. I think I don't. I can't remember if they were from here or they just like played here all the time. Um, right. But if they were from here, they moved to LA. You know, during the, that whole time when um, every band moved from San Francisco to LA because it was too expensive. Have you seen him before? No. No. Sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. No, that'd be great. Um, well, I, some, I'm trying to think of like post COVID, the shows I saw, um, that other than like St. Vincent and Roxy music. Oh, I saw New Order and the Pet Shop Boys. Oh, that's uh, fun. Had Goes. by some re- mir- miracle never seen New Order, who was one of my favorite bands going back to the eighties. And I don't know how I never ended up seeing them. And I mean, he's old too, you know, uh, Bernard Sumner, the singer, but like, he sounds like like a sixty whatever year old dude singing. He doesn't. He wasn't like Brian Ferry, where like he couldn't fucking sing. You know, the song sounded great. Right, you didn't expect right. him to sound like he did when he was twenty, but he did uh, as great a job as you would expect. So, um, so I, that was really. I'd seen Pet Shop Boys, uh, met them also, meet and greet. Um, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I'd seen them a couple times uh, before. So you know, but they always put on a great stage show as well and this this tour was probably the the most uh impressive um i saw oh 
Mosswood Meltdown. I don't know if we talked about No, that. I don't know them. So that's a – it was – no, this is a festival in Oakland. Previously, it was called – oh, man, I can't even remember, but it was like a Burger Records thing, and I don't know if you know about them, but, but yeah. you know, they shut down the entire fucking thing. But it's uh, – John Waters hosts it. And oh, he, that's cool. Yeah, he um, does the, you know, banter in between – sets and introducing the bands and stuff, it, which is great. Um, but it was, so it was, God damn, I'm trying to think. So Kim Gordon, um, headlined one night. God damn it. I, this is crazy that I can't even remember the acts, but like, uh, I saw a friend of mine is in a band called the, uh, Rubinus who have been around since the seventies they played. So I got to, uh, see him a bit. Um, you would know the song, Hey, hey, you, you, I want to be a boyfriend. Um, that's them. <laughs> they, so they're power pop, and the, it, they were really kind of, like, stuck out there because it was mostly punk-ish stuff, you know? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but the Linda Lindas were um, amazing. Oh, it was, uh, uh, yes, Bikini Kill The uh, was the other headliner, and, and they were fucking great. Um, but the Linda Lindas, if you don't know, like, well, when they started, I think they were all preteen. They're probably early to mid. I don't know. I don't know how. They're fucking young. That's all. But they were so fucking awesome. Like such good. Just like they make you feel good and happy. And like their merch booth, they were standing there. <laughs> and it was like, I can't even tell you how long the lines stretch. And they just lines kept forming of children going up and taking pictures with them and shit. And I was like, that this is, is really awesome. I was like, I hope this is the future. You know, I, I fear it's not, but I was like, this makes me so fucking happy. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was amazing. A lot of, a lot of really great. Uh, oh, uh, the, um, my God, what the fuck's happened in my brain? The dirt bombs, um, who was, I was a fan of, they were like, Detroit garage rock ish band, you know, in the early 2000s, maybe back. Yeah. Back into the late nineties. Really, really good. Um, they had not played together for, I don't know how long, 14 years and they reformed for this. So I was excited about that as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, anything else? Saw Bob mold in Boise as well. Uh, Yeah. And also saw Robin in there. Um, Robin and Emma, um, I saw um, New Pornographers this year. That was a great show. I've never seen them before, and they, they played oh. the hits, and it was fun. I saw so, them open for Bell and Sebastian. <laughs> oh, I missed – I think I no missed joke. that tour. I remember that. Yeah, that I'm, was the – yeah. Uh, oh, my God. What's the name of the fucking album? All I, I can think of the song uh, Funny Little Frog. What is the fucking name of the album? Oh, The Life Pursuit. Yeah. Yeah, it was that tour, yeah. And the New Pornographers was the twin cinema um, tour for them. I saw Jenny Lewis. I mean, I guess recently. Like, yeah. in uh, July, it was good. It was a surprisingly empty venue, which was a little bit sad. <laughs> yeah. Like it was at the net and the section we're in was basically empty. And, but there's a guy right behind me and normally I stand at shows, but he wasn't standing and there's an old guy. And I was like, I don't like nobody in my row was standing. I was like, I'm not going to make it so that guy has to stand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I felt a little bit bad, but I did not stand. But it was a fun show anyway. 
I saw, oh, well, uh, we're going back to like last year now, but, um, I saw Grace Jones, who I had had tickets to see before and got a horrible flu, like the day she played. I was so upset that I missed it, but she came back and I saw her at a better venue, the Fox, um, indoor. Previously, she played at the, at the Greek where we saw Bell and Sebastian, you know, the outdoor thing. Yeah. Um, it was fucking amazing. She is amazing. She's like, she's like, I don't know how old she is, but she, she looks like she's 20. So in great shape, fucking amazing show. And um, I was sitting next to these two gay guys who were like, just dressed like, I don't know, like fabulous. That's all I can say. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I talked to the guy next to me and I was like, um, I was like, dude, I love your fucking outfit. Um, he, and he was like, oh yeah, this, the guy that he was with next to him, he's like, he made this for me. He makes, uh, us these outfits for events. You know, I was like, that's really cool. I was like, I, if I could pull that off, I would. He was like, oh, you could pull it off, but he did not (laughs) sound convinced at all. I was like, no, dude, I'm, I'm a boring straight guy. I could not, but anyway, yeah, it was, it was a really good vibe too. Just like, and, and at the, the Mosswood Meltdown Festival, I hadn't been to a festival since 1990. Um, the vibe was just so fucking great. It was not like a festival. Like I would go to that every year. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and I got to see, um, another like bucket list one I got to check off was ride, um, at the, at the Fillmore. I ride in the Charlotte and UK. So uh, I was very happy to see ride and they were doing their, their first album nowhere in its entirety. Uh, that was a great show. Um, so, so fucking amazing sounding live. Like I love that shoegaze stuff, you know? Yeah. But like on record, it doesn't really capture all the, all the weird tremolo sounds. <laughs> I don't know. It was just really cool. Uh, uh, speaking of whole albums, the, it took the whole pandemic for it to happen, but I did go to see they might be giants do uh, the entire album of flood this year. Oh, I saw them as well. Yes. Yeah. Was that this year? Then I might, yeah, I might've been, that was another Paul Myers, uh, you know, invite, you know, yeah, it was fun. And I really, I mean, the fact that they do that Sapphire Bolts of Pure Love backwards and then play it back and it That's, sounds yeah, that right. was it's crazy, dude. Amazing and so nerdy, but I love it. Well, but I mean, that's what you're coming for, is nerdy. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I did have. I don't know if there's anybody else that would be bucket list for me. Maybe if Kate Bush actually toured. Um, you know, I would like to see Janelle Monae, but I'm also like. This year, especially, I've been like, you know what, I, I don't want to go out on a weeknight and like have to stand for a concert and go to work the next day. I'm like, fuck it, I'm, you know. Yeah, I love. I'll I'll go to seated ones. (laughs) Yeah, if if I know I can get a seat, I'll usually go. But um, yeah, I'm kind of tapering off because I've seen basically everybody I want to see. The people I haven't seen, I'm like, oh, I could, I can die without seeing them, you know. But yeah, like Janelle Monet, I would definitely like to see. Yeah, and that'll be seated. I mean, you don't have to stand if you don't want to, but at least it'll be yeah. seated for part of it. I, uh, I, I still like anytime someone's coming, I like to see them. But if, if, uh, bucket list is definitely Sufjan Stevens. I've never seen him and probably never will with his recent, like, disease he has. I don't know if he's, I mean, he can walk and hopefully he'll be able to, to get better and maybe tour. What's his fucking that. problem then? Walk uh, your ass up on stage, motherfucker. 
<laughs> he couldn't walk for like two months or something. I didn't even. I did not know anything about this. Yeah, he had Golian Bar disease, and he was oh, in the shit, yeah. hospital, and he just just got out and was just like talking about how he's in the wheelchair and learning to walk again. But anyway, like every every time he has something come out, I love it, and he's never disappointed me. So I would go see him live. But he, but even before the disease, it didn't seem like he was interested in doing live stuff anymore. So I, I don't know if he'll ever perform live again. So that's might be a lost cause. But yeah. you know. I'm just whenever someone I like comes, I want to get tickets and go see them because I always enjoy it. I, yeah, I, I I missed so Joe Strummer I missed twice. One was for a wedding, one was for another different reason, and I was so pissed because he then died. Right, right. Uh, that was that was a real heartbreak to me that I never got to see him. Uh, never got to see the Pogues, um, which when they came, they actually had Joe Strummer touring with them oh, because wow. Shane McGowan's visa didn't work. So that, that would have been great. Amazing. I did get to see Shane McGowan live. So I got to see, you know, the Pogue songs, but right. Um, He's still alive, right? Shane McGowan. If you can call it that. Yeah. <laughs> there's, well, there's a documentary on him that is, yeah, it is so fucking sad. He, he reminds me of Paul Westerberg in a way because it, like when the replacements reunited for that tour, you know, Paul Westerberg had like, a different letter on the back of his t-shirt each night. And, you know, by the end it spelled out like I whore away my past for money or something, you know, and you're like, man, fuck you. Like, you know, you're, you're shitting on us really is by saying, and, and this documentary with Shane McGowan, it's the same, you know, he's like the, the person's asking him about fairy tale in New York, you know, he's like, no, it's a piece of shit. He, he, I'm just like, what is wrong with you? I mean, I get why, like, people wouldn't want to perform it again. Like, we've done this every night for 30 years. Let's let us do new stuff. That's fine. But to to say it's crap is just dumb. It's like, it's not not admit, but, like, take credit for something that everyone enjoys. It's not a piece of crap. Exactly. I guess that's, like, he's hating himself, basically. He is, but it's still, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Anyway. Yeah. um, I I was very glad I got to see the go-betweens. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Any, who, anybody you, like, always wanted to see that you finally got to see that was, like, you were really happy? Not really. Like. Yeah, nobody who, like, ended up dying or anything? No, yeah. I mean, I missed out on R.E.M. I'll never see them. That's probably someone I would have liked to have seen back then, but I was not really into concerts at the time. And even – I've never been into concerts that are the size of R.E.M. Like, like, yeah, yeah. The, the the stadium shows have never been something that particularly interests me. And so I don't know. I don't, I don't really have anything I super regret. I, I guess I would have liked to have seen Prince. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean. So legendary, but that's about it. Yeah. Um. All right. I think we're done. Recommendations. Go for it. Uh, I don't have one. Uh, I think I'll say. Welcome to welcome to Night Vale, the podcast. It's worth listening to, and if it if it comes to your town, it's worth seeing. And the same with Janelle Monae, it's worth listening to all her music. The latest album, like you said, is not as it's not as upbeat as Dirty Computer is my favorite, but the latest album is really good. Float is such a perfect song. It's it's a great oh, yeah. album. Um, so it's it's worth listening to, and if she's in your town, immediately get tickets because it's it's a show that's well worth seeing. Same right, with Post Service. Coming, yeah, but and Viv would like that. A lot. I don't, Jeez, I don't know so, if they're, yeah. they, they must be coming to San Francisco. I know next week they're in LA, so oh, it'd be shit. worth going. But anyway, right. 
all three of those those shows were worth going to, and I would recommend them highly. And specifically, listening to Janelle Monae and the Welcome to Night Vale podcast because they're not. I mean, Janelle Monae is like sneaky popular. Like she's yeah. super popular, but not so super popular. I don't know. It's like she's like yeah. in major movies, and most people have heard of her, but. I think she should be more popular. I guess that's what I'm saying. I guess she should be playing venues I, do too, I don't but, want to go to. <laughs> but I'm also glad she's at this level. Yeah, yeah, because I because we can see her. <laughs> right. Yeah. If she like, I think she's on the precipice of of playing arenas. And yeah, putting, which I don't want to. Yeah, putting together shows that would fit in arenas, and I think she would do a, a like a, a incredible job. I just I like seeing her at a smaller venue, but she's yeah. I mean, everything she does is she's awesome at the the whole. Every album she's had has been terrific. The, um, she was great in, in uh, Glass Onion. I, in, I had numbers, apparently. She was good in that, too. So, yeah, she's great. Yeah. No, I, dude, I, definitely she is, like, at the top of my list of people I haven't seen. Yep. So, um, Sorry, go ahead. That was just, that, Those are my recommendations. Yeah. Well, I'm going to recommend, uh, since there's not really shit on – new that I like that I've been watching. Uh, we started rewatching the Sopranos for the first wow. time since it originally <laughs> aired uh, and it holds up. I was yeah. happy. Yeah. It's like definitely it's unlike justified, which I at first thought was a comp or a critique of like toxic masculinity. It actually is a critique of toxic masculinity and like capitalism and, you know, all the stuff that's that everything's about now, but it wasn't about back then, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, I always think of the the, the Columbus Day episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just watched that one. Yeah, it's a it's a good show. It's well written, and it's one of those shows that uh, it kind of reaches people when where like where they're not <laughs> they're not aiming for, it, but they they still get reached. Like people are rooting for Tony Soprano in, in an odd way. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And and that's that. I think that's a show that a sign of the quality of the show that it's doing two things at once and. I don't know. It's really, it is a very good show. Yeah. It's, I mean, it is sad that some people take it as cool, but that's always right. going to happen. You know right. what I mean? It's yeah. definitely not a glorification of it in no. any way. So. No, not at all. Yeah. But it's um, hard not to, not to root for someone played by Gandolfino because he's so awesome. He's such he, a good actor. He's so fucking good. Yeah. And he has a charm to him. So he, even though he's playing an unlikable character. Yes. Well, I think you feel for him up to a point. Right. But exactly. then he always does something where yep. you're like, uh, yeah. But I mean, I think that would be true in real life of that person. That he, yes. That no, it's totally has a charm to him. So and that's how he can get where he is. But then he, yeah. 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 I know you, you watch it and you're like, oh, nobody else could have done this. It's one of right. those. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, look, I'm going to try this now. Um, write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. Uh, rate us highly on iTunes or, or Apple Music or whatever you rate things on uh you can what else can they do oh i don't i guess just uh most important tell your friends to listen there it's it is. the definition of being a friend thank you for being a friend please stop singing the webster theme oh i love webster ma'am oh, i call my mom ma'am because of that show until next time everybody goodbye Goodbye.